0: With summer on the horizon, it's time to start planning your weekend getaway, your family vacation or better yet, you can just pick up a book and be transported anywhere you want to go. Hello and welcome to Talk Bookish to Me, the podcast where readers gather to talk about books, share recommendations and chase that five star feeling. I'm your host Gwen and today I'm joined by Naomi to recommend some books that will cure your wanderlust. Hi, thanks for
1: having me. <laughs> Yay! I'm so excited you're here. <laughs> I'm excited too. Um, so a little bit about me. Like I was just telling Gwen that I feel like I've known Gwen like my whole BookTube career. Like I've always known Gwen and I've always seen her in the space. But yeah, I've been on Bookstagram about four or five years now and then YouTube like three or four. I always get them messed up, but it's always YouTube has always been less time. Um... But yeah, I have a bookstagram and a booktube channel uh, at Naomi's Library if you want to go follow Um and I now work for Overdrive, so if you use the Libby app, that's the I, I work for the company that owns the Libby app, and I do all the social media for Overdrive and other apps that they own. Not Libby. I have done some app um, some posts for Libby, but I don't um, run the Libby account.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that sounds like a super fun job. It
1: is. It's really fun. I'm really close with my 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 best friend at work. She's the one that runs the Libby account, so I'm always like telling her ideas and like the only post that i've done on the libby account if you ever go over there it's one about happy place by emily henry so if you if you go over there but there's a lot of stuff on there that are, were like ideas that i had like i i made them do like a tbr card for stories <laughs> so they
0: did <laughs> yeah so it's like even though you're not working for them you're like influencing yeah. <laughs>
1: them for sure yeah <laughs> yeah
0: Um, Like I said, I'm really excited about today's episode because I love to travel, but sometimes I don't have the funds to visit all the places I want to go, and that's where books come in, so I can't wait to share all these recommendations, but before we jump into that, what was your last five-star read, and what are you currently reading?
1: Yeah, so my last five-star read was um, a really big surprise because I didn't really think that I was going to like this book, but that was The Soulmate by Sally Hepworth, Um, It was a book of the month pick. Um, I picked it up thinking it was just going to be like another domestic thriller that I was going to forget in like three days. And I just really loved it. Um, So like I said, it is a domestic mystery thriller. This novel follows uh, this married couple, Gabe and Pippa, and they buy like their dream home. And it's like in this sleepy coastal town, but it's located on a cliff. And basically on this cliff, it has become famous for people to go there to end their lives and basically every night um the husband gabe goes out and pretty much like talks people off the ledge but then one night he does not and there's a lot of secrets and it was really really good like it surprised me and it had a really really good plot twist um and yeah i really liked it
0: yeah i read that one as well it was my first hallie hepworth that i ever read and i was shocked i did hear that it's like her most thrillery or most like Action packed. Even though I wouldn't say it's action packed for her, it is the most action packed because it definitely opens up. Crazy, yeah. right? No, yeah,
1: <laughs> it is my also my first Sally Hepworth, so I feel like oh, uh, I don't know if I ruined Sally Hepworth for me now. <laughs> I do, I am interested in picking up more by her, but we'll see. And then, also, I am currently reading an arc for, oh, for Hello Stranger by Catherine Center. Uh, one of my favorite uh, romance books is called The Bodyguard by Catherine Center. I'm actually going to be meeting her in July. I'm so stoked. I know. And I got a, an arc, like, two days ago for Hello Stranger. And I was like, I need to start reading this, like, right now. And I'm flying through it. Her writing, it's amazing. If you like Abby Jimenez, I feel like you would definitely love... Katherine Center's writing but this one I went into it kind of blind I did not know but I just knew it was romance and it was Catherine Center so I was gonna read it um but this one follows a girl and her name's Sadie and she's an artist and basically she's a struggling artist to be honest <laughs> and she's just been looking for like her lucky break and she actually lands like this um contest for like portrait uh design or something like that so she's a portrait artist and then she has has to have a surgery and then this surgery leaves her with face blindness and she's supposed to be doing like this portrait and then also she's falling in love but she can't see this man's face it's really funny (laughs) I was like I did not know this is what I signed up for but I am loving it um there is some talk about like grief she lost her mom and I love those conversations and there's like a really um complex relationship with her dad and her stepmother and all this
0: stuff so i'm really liking it though talk is to me is a bi-weekly podcast but did you know if you join my patreon community you gain instant access to bonus episodes for the cost of a starbucks you can join a group of listeners and readers who love books as much as you do we have monthly events and a book club to discover all the perks available click the link in the show notes Now, I just want to say I feel and I feel like all readers say this, but there's just something so special about books. Each one of them can transport you to a different time and place if you allow it. Therefore, all books can spark wanderlust. The ones I have found the most effective for me are ones about camping, hiking, backpacking, and then ones um, about traveling abroad, like Italy, Rome, whatever the case may be for you. Um, Find the book set in your dream destination, maybe for you that's alaska or iceland there's truly something for everyone today i want to share some that i have read and truly enjoyed and i also want to share some that are on my tbr because sometimes a mini vacation is just a book away so
1: what's your first recommendation uh my first recommendation is the great alone by kristen hannah i will say a lot of like these type of like wonderlust. um cure type of books i feel like a lot of them are historical fiction for me um but yeah this one is set in 1974 and it is in alaska and of course alaska is known for its very unpredictable nature um and this uh novel follows the albright family who uh is led i guess the father um his name's Ernt albright and he's a vietnam war veteran Um, And he's basically grappling with, like, all the inner demons and all of that from the war. And he basically decides to move his whole family to Alaska to start a new life off the grid. Um, And initially, Alaska seems like it's just, like, the best. And it was, like, the answer to their prayers. There's a tight-knit community and very generous people. But, however, as winter sets in and darkness engulfs the land... Ernst's mental state deteriorates and the family faces internal strife. Um, with limited resources and isolation, Lenny and her mother discover they can only rely on themselves for survival.
0: This was a great first book recommendation. I love this book. This was my first Kristen Hannah that I ever read. I
1: think it was
0: mine too. And this is what made me fall in love with books set in Alaska. This book. Because I really felt the Alaska vibes. And I, and I like that it dealt with like harder topics like the PTSD because of the war and the the inner turmoil with the family and yeah, yeah, she did a really good job with the setting and I honestly like I never really
1: knew much about Alaska and how off the grid it was and how like like dependent you have to be when you live there. At least at that time, I really don't know much about how it is in Alaska now. Uh, but yeah, it was just so interesting. I have read another book set in Alaska and like I actually want to go. Like, and I never thought that I would ever want to go to Alaska before reading this book. So,
0: like I said, I love hiking, camping, backpacking. So, my first recommendation has to be Wild from Lost to Found on the Pacific Rest Trail by Cheryl Strayed. So, obviously, this takes place on the Pacific Rest Trail. It spans a long journey, like up the west coast of the United States, it chronicles Cheryl's um, one thousand one hundred mile journey on the Pacific Rest Trail four years after her mother's sudden death immediately upon reading this book, I wanted to hit the trails and be in nature. It spans her time hiking portions of the PCT, but it also talks about the death of her mother and what that did to her because her and her mom were really close. It also talks about her failed relationships and flashes back to other messy parts of her life. Cheryl Strayed is flawed. She's done questionable things from heroin to cheating on her husband multiple times, even hiking the PCT unprepared and alone, but she's honest about it it. It definitely gives the reader that call back to nature that I want to go find myself feeling Did I start shopping for some better hiking boots and start picking out which Appalachian Trail I wanted to start tackling. Yes, yes, I did. Now I'm not going to go for the PCT. That's all the way on the West Coast. And I'm all the way over here on the East Coast. I'm way closer to the Appalachian Trail. Um, But am I going to throw myself to the wolves like straight in? <laughs> not in this lifetime. Um, and just in case it wasn't apparent, this is a memoir of her actually doing this. So yeah, it was, it's a great book. It took me years to read it. But when I finally did, I was like, why have I waited so long to read this book?
1: I haven't read this one. And I've always been interested. I did watch the movie with Race Witherspoon, And it was still the same feeling. I bet that it would have been like, even more profound reading the book, and I've always wanted to like read Eat, Pray, Love. That's not on this list today, but I haven't read it. I know I have it somewhere, but yeah, I've always wanted to read this book. Um, but yeah, you mentioned earlier in your intro Italy, and that is one place that I've always wanted to go. And I never really knew, like, where in Italy. And people always ask me, and I'm like, I don't know, Italy, <laughs> like, wherever you go. And then after reading my next recommendation, which is One Italian Summer, um, I forgot to put the author's names on here.
0: It's Rebecca surly Yes, Rebecca or? surly
1: I listened to the audiobook ho- that is narrated by Lauren Graham, uh, the main girl uh, in Gilmore Girls. I forget her name in Gilmore Girls. I... That I'm not really a big fan of Gilmore Girls, sorry. Um, but yeah, after reading One Italian Summer, um, this one is set in Positano, Italy, and now I'm like, I want to go there. (laughs) This book uh follows Katie, and basically at the start of the novel, her mother passes away, and um, Katie and her were planning like this really big trip to Italy because it's one of her mother's favorite places in the world. She had like this really uh, inspiring trip the summer before she met um, her father like her daughter's father um, and basically they've been waiting years to go on this trip and she passes away sadly and then uh, Katie still goes on this trip um, by herself and then when she gets there she sees her mother in the flesh healthy, suntanned, and 30 years old. Um, Katie doesn't understand what is happening or how all she can focus on is that she has somehow impossibly got her mother back. Over the course of one Italian summer, Katie gets to know Carol, her mother, not as her mother, but as the young woman before her. She's not exactly who Katie imagined she might be. However, as soon as soon, Katie must reconcile the mother who knew everything with the young woman who does not have- who does not yet have a clue. Um, I will say this book has the most amazing description of, like, the setting And food. She describes everything she eats. And, like, she'll describe, like, this uh, caprese salads and all this stuff. And, like,
0: pizza and pasta and all. Oh, my God. It was incredible. That was another great recommendation. Um, Okay. My next one is shipped by Angie Hockman. This one takes place in the Galapagos in Ecuador. And my mom and I have always wanted to go to the Galapagos. So it just seems like such a cool kind of like detached off the grid place a little bit. And it has some of the most amazing wildlife. Um, I love the water and the ocean and all of that. So it would be like a perfect vacation for me, but I was able to visit it By reading shipped by Angie Hockman, between taking night classes for her MBA and her demanding day job at a cruise line, marketing manager Henley Evans barely has time for herself, let alone family, friends or dating. But when she's shortlisted for the promotion of her dreams, all her sacrifices finally seem worth it. I adore the focus on ecotourism and education. Um, The author's note at the back of the book, read by the author, if you listen on audio, inspired me to do some of my own research on the island, more than I've ever done before. <laughs> um, two co-workers up for the same promotion get sent on a cruise to the Galapagos and this story transports the reader directly there from the people of the Galapagos, to the animals, to the excursions, and even being on the cruise itself. I felt like I was on vacation when I was reading this book. It's a dream destination, like I said, for my mom and I, so this was a great way for me to visit speaking
1: of vacation um I I think it was like a year ago now I don't remember when maybe like fall last year I actually took my own trip because I always wanted to visit this place because of the next book that I'm going to be talking about um if you know me you know that one of my favorite books of all time is We Were Liars by E. Lockhart and this book on Goodreads, it says Martha's Vineyard, but from what I remember of the book, because I've it's my most reread book, it's, I think it's like a tiny island off the coast of Martha's Vineyard, but still, it's very much the same vibes. And my dream, ever since I read We Were Liars by Lockhart, I think in high school, my dream had always been go to Martha's Vineyard. I really really wanted to go and I did like a solo trip last year and I went um to Martha's Vineyard because of this book. And I also read a book while I was there that was set in Boston. Another thing also if you're going on a trip, try to like look up books that are set in the place that you're going. I'm doing that when I go to London. I I have to prepare what book I'm taking with me. I'm going in the fall. But yeah, I took with me Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow by Gabriel Zevin, which was set in like LA and Boston. And I read it when I was in Boston and that was like one of my favorite books of last year. So, but anyway, we were liars. I, I took the book with me, of course, when I went on, uh, to, on this trip and it was really just like the book. Like I was sitting there and I was like, ooh, I wonder like all these secrets and like <laughs> all this rich people here. Um, but basically, we were liars by E. Lockhart, Fall follows this beautiful and distinguished family. It is set on a private island and it follows a brilliant damaged girl, a passionate political boy, a group of four friends, the liars, whose friendship turns destructive, a revolution, an accident, a secret, lies upon lies, true love, the truth. We Were Liars is a modern, sophisticated suspense novel from E. Lockhart. Read it, and if anyone asks you how it ends, just lie.
0: But I love that you took that little solo trip. That's super fun. So what about your London trip? Is it solo? I'm going with my partner. We're actually doing it with, like, a
1: traveling agency, so they're doing everything. But I just, I love, like, British media. (laughs) Like, some of my favorite things are, like, Pride and Prejudice and, like, Downton Abbey and Ted Lasso. Like, I've always loved British media. So yeah, I'm really
0: excited. It's my first international trip too. I'm back on the water again. Float Plan by Trish Dollar. This one is a little bit a little bit more sad at the beginning, um, but this book starts in Florida and sails throughout the Caribbean, and I think that was really powerful for me because I've lived in Florida before. I lived in Tampa, and when I went on my honeymoon, I did sail throughout the Caribbean. So I had stopped at some of these same islands that you know, the character in this book did. So it also talked about the food and the setting and the water, but most of the story takes place on a sailboat. So the story follows Anna, a woman struggling to move forward after her boyfriend's suicide. It's been almost a year since his death But she can't pull herself out of the fog of grief and depression. So she gets a reminder on her phone and it goes off about this Caribbean sailing trip that she was supposed to take with her fiance. So she impulsively decides that she is going to go to sea in the sailboat that he left her to complete the voyage alone. Um, It was an absolute gem of a story about grief and purpose and what comes next after tragedy. Like I said, the story starts in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and she sells throughout the Caribbean, including Bimini, um, Nassau, San Juan, Trinidad, and a host of other lush, warm and sunny locales from the people she met along the way to the food and the beautiful scenery. I was hooked. So yeah, I've definitely been to Nassau and San Juan. And there were a a couple of other ones, like islands and stuff that I had visited. But um, it was so nice to see her overcome the grief, but also have it like this beautiful backdrop to the story. So cool. I didn't know that you've been to Puerto Rico. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's this one. I haven't been back since like some of the really bad storms and stuff. But there's this one, like I went to the fort that's on San Juan, Mm -hmm. and I explored the fort. I forget what it's called, it's been years. Um, But I went to the fort, explored that, and there's this like one beach along the backside of the island from where the cruise ships dock. Mm -hmm. It was covered covered and like sea glass, and oh. I love sea glass. I was like, I'll take this, in. and and, I, and my husband was like, Gwen, just look down the beach, and I was like, oh, we could be here all day. Maybe I should have taken a million pieces <laughs> of sea glass home with me, but it was just, it was so beautiful, and the people seemed, I mean, it's totally different world, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you- yeah. <laughs> But, but it's a totally different world from ours. But the people are like so happy and so friendly. And I mean, of course, I think a little bit is it like we are the tourist coming there. So, you know, any tourist destination. That's another thing that it talks about in um, the other book, the ecotourism that I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just it was such a good trip that I had. Aww. But yeah, I've only been once. I want to go back because it's so beautiful. And you only get like the day. So, you don't get, like, I didn't get the nightlife or, like, anything like that. So, I would love to go back and be able to spend, like, a weekend mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because um, I I lived in Puerto Rico
1: for 13 years. Yes. But, like, I've honestly been to San Juan maybe, like, a handful of times. And I think I've been more when I visit now. Like, I think the times that I visit is when I go to San Juan because I'm not from San Juan. I'm from uh, a place called San Lorenzo. Um But, yeah, and I've also never experienced, like, the nightlife because I was 13 when I left. So I was not, like, they were not, they did not allow me to be down there. (laughs) So we're on the same boat. (laughs) Oh, but that's so cute. I did not know that that was, like, there's scenes in San Juan and stuff. I always love reading about my country or my island, uh, my motherland. So I'm going to have to check this (laughs) book out. So cool. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. Alright well the next one that I have is called City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert and Elizabeth Gilbert is actually the author of Eat Pray Love um, which is really weird I haven't read that memoir but I know she became so famous because of the memoir and this is a really really well written fiction novel Um, and this one, if you are a fan of The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, you're going to love this book. It's similar, but, like, not, like, not too similar, um... You'll hear about it in a second. But basically, uh, City of Girls follows a unique love story. And this is set in New York City in the theater world during the 1940s. And this book follows a girl. Her name's Vivian. She's 19 years old. And she has just been kicked out of college. And her very wealthy parents just send her over to Manhattan to live with her aunt Peg, who owns a flamboyant, crumbling-down Midtown theater called the Lily Playhouse. There, Vivian is introduced to an entire cosmo of unconventional and charismatic characters from the fun-chasing showgirls to sexy male actors, a grand damn actress, a lady killer writer, and a no- no-nonsense stage manager. But when Vivian makes a personal mistake that results in a professional scandal, it turns her world upside down in ways that it would take her years to fully understand, Ultimately, though, it leads her to a new understanding of the kind of life she craves and the kind of freedom it takes to pursue it. It would also lead to the love of her life, a love that stands out from all the rest. Now 95 years old and telling the story of her life at last, Vivian recalls how the events of those years altered the course of her life and the gusto and autonomy which she approached it.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You said New York City theater um, during the 1940s. and I was like, why haven't I read this? Book oh yet? <laughs> my god, you should definitely read it. But
1: yeah, if you from the description, you can definitely tell it's very Evelyn Hugo. esque like it's a older woman talking about the story of her life. There's like the big love, and it's not um, Hollywood film, but it it's theater. And I found it even more fun. And I feel like you learn so much about theater and theater at that time because the Hollywood industry. There's been so many movies that I feel like you kind of know that history. But this was so so good and. New York in a book is amazing, but New York in the 40s
0: (laughs) is even greater. Um, Okay, my next recommendation is Something Wilder by Christina Lauren. This is set in the canyons of Utah. So we're finally going away from the water. (laughs) Um, It follows Lily, the daughter of well-known treasure hunter Duke Wilder. While a childhood of neglect left Lily uninterested in treasure hunting, when her father passes away and leaves her with nothing, she uses his coveted maps to guide tourists through the canyons of Utah on staged Treasure hunts. So last year, Lauren and I did a full book discussion on the podcast. So I'll have that linked in the show notes. But when I was reading this book, I actually felt like I was in Utah out in the wilderness from the flora and the fauna to the heat and the animals and the terrain, it all felt real and important to the story as well. I think that's another thing that stands out on our list is that the backdrop of the story is also like a part of the story. And that's, I definitely felt that with this one. I've never been to Utah, but I have seen pictures and I can tell like the authors, like they were definitely either Googling or making trips to Utah to make it happen. Um, So if you're wanting to enjoy the desert heat from the comfort of your couch, I highly recommend this book. That was Something Wilder by Christina Lauren.
1: Nice. I'm adding that to my list. I've never read a Christina Lauren yet which is wild.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: I need to add that to my list. I've heard a lot about the soulmate equation, but I didn't know about this one. So, and the fact that it's set in Utah, I'm definitely, definitely interested. So my next one, we are back in New England. As you can tell, it's like something that I truly, truly love. Uh, we're back in New England, and this one is also Dark Academia. So it's definitely like a super, like, a really big vibes <laughs> book um, and this one is truly devious by Maureen Johnson this one is set in Vermont it is a young adult mystery th- uh, series so I don't know if you read too much young adult but basically this one is set in Ellingham Academy and this is a famous private school in Vermont uh, for the brightest thinkers inventors and artists it was found by Albert Ellingham and An early 20th century tycoon who wanted to make a wonderful place full of riddles, twisting pathways, and gardens. A place, he said, where learning is a game. Shortly after the school was opened, his wife and daughter were kidnapped. The only real clue was a mocking riddle listing methods of murder... Signed with the frightening pseudonym, Truly Devious. It became one of the greatest unsolved crimes of American history. And now, true crime aficionado Stevie Bell is set to begin her first year at Ellingham Academy. And she has an ambitious plan. She will solve this cold case. That is, she will solve the case when she gets a grip of her demanding new school and her housemates. But something strange is happening. Truly Devious makes a surprise return, and death revisits Ellingham Academy. The past has crawled out of its grave. Someone has gotten away with murder. I love Dark Academia. So This is one of my favorite, like, series ever. <laughs> I love this series. And also, I've been recommending this one a lot now for Mental Health Awareness Month because the main character, Stevie, has uh, anxiety, like, major anxiety social anxiety and they talk about it a lot in the book and it's one of the best representations of like anxiety that i've
0: ever read in a book and a lot of people agree with me so uh yeah so, I had to have an Alaska book Yay. on this list. Like I said, love Alaska. <laughs> so, my Alaskan book recommendation is The Simple Wild by K.A. Tucker. Um, city girl Kala Fletcher attempts to reconnect with her estranged father and unwittingly finds herself torn between her desire to return to the bustle of Toronto and a budding relationship with a rugged Alaskan pilot. Not only did I love the romance plot, but I'm pretty sure this is the book that started my love for Alaska. Um, the chances of me actually being able to visit alaska pretty low but i do need to continue in the series and revisit the place that i fell in love with because i've only read the first book and there's several other books i think there's like four books out or something so i definitely need to go back and dive into the alaskan wilderness yeah, me too <laughs> with kala i've only read
1: the first one too um i did make my best friend read the great alone and we were looking on kayak for alaska <laughs> For um, <laughs> flights, and
0: they're like $1,200, $1,300. That concludes our recommendations for books to cure your wanderlust, but I quickly wanted to mention a few I have on my TBR as well. The first one being The Lost Summers of Newport. It's by three different authors. It takes place in Newport, Rhode Island, and I'll be reading it very soon for the podcast discussion with Lena on June 19th. Um, it's a novel of secrets from a family in Rhode Island. It takes place within three different timelines, 1899, 1957, and 1987. So obviously it's a historical fiction, but also has a mysterious element woven in as well. It weaves through these timelines telling the story of a dysfunctional family, which involves sex, murder, and whodunits. And the next one and last one I want to recommend is Wanderlust by Ellie Everhart. This book is not out yet, but it is expected to release on July 4th. And this one, it says, Feeling stuck at work and tired of London's dreary weather, magazine writer Dylan Coughlin impulsively rings a radio station one day, only to win a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip around the world. The catch, her travel partner must be a contact randomly selected on her phone. Who knows who she's gonna go to London with, but it sounds like it's gonna be a fun time. Check the show notes for the books that we mentioned as always. Also thank you so much for joining me today. This was such a fun little discussion. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to just listen to this back even though like we're recording it right now and I know everything that we said but I'm still going to listen back to this. Talk Bookish to Me is a bi-weekly podcast bringing you book discussions, recommendations, and literary topics galore. Rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Be sure to tag Talk Bookish Podcast and Lavender Mud in your listening selfies and stories on instagram the link for patreon is in the show notes along with naomi's social media until next time happy reading